Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listen to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Ain't God good, man? I mean, really. Hey, you know what? Today, I'm going to try something different. And it's amazing I'm going to try something different because that's kind of what we're going to talk about this morning. Do something different this year. Look, if what you've been doing has just gotten you to this point and you are not content with the point you are at, then we need to make an adjustment. I mean, don't that seem like the common sense thing to do? It does to me. Let's just do something different. This year, make a commitment. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to put forth a little bit more effort. I'm going to quit trying. I'm going to do it this year. You know, sometimes that that simple change of attitude is enough. Instead of trying, I'm going to do it. And it's just as simple as that. Sometimes just remove certain words out the way. Stop trying to do something. You know, I decided this year, you know, I wasn't going to try to be a better person this year. I'm just going to go about the business of being a better person this year and see how that works. You know, because like I've said a thousand times, though, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. It, It don't change. It don't change unless you change it. But you have the power to change it. The power of decision is in your hands. Decide to do do something different. Make a commitment. Say, you know what? This year, I'm going to do the right thing. Now, let me warn you. When you decide to do the right thing, understand, here come the haters. What they're not going to let you do is make a conscious decision to be a better person without something to be said. Come on now. You think the devil just going to let you, all of a sudden, you're going you gonna to be better? <laughs> when he need to keep you on the wrong side of the track, you're going to go over on the other side. So here come the haters. Now, now let me tell you what's going to happen, because I'm speaking from experience. 
This is what I know, and all of you out there know this to be true. Because all I'm doing right now, we're just having a reminder conversation. When you decide to do the right thing, it's going to be unpopular with some people. Some people ain't going to like your decision. Because now, your decision to start getting to work on time, or your decision to finally go home and be the man you're supposed to be, or your decision to finally go on and take care of your kids in spite of it all, or your decision to, man, I'm gonna come in here, man, and start loving my girl the way she deserved to be loved and all this here. Okay, now, that's gonna put somebody on the out looking in. You do understand that. When you decide to come to work on time every day, your, 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 your homie over there that's been coming in late with you, now all of a sudden, you 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 got, you got you done put a spotlight on him. Now all of a sudden, man, you ain't coming in late with me no more, man. Now they looking at me like I'm crazy by myself. Yeah, yeah, man. Because when you decide to do the right thing, it's, it becomes unpopular to some people. Uh, when you decide to do the right thing from experience, they're going to talk about you. Look at him now. Now he going to go home now. He know he been out here in the streets, but he gonna try to go home and see his wife. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah, you just made that decision. But they gonna talk about you. Now guess what? The girl that you been going over to see, she gonna talk about you. You ain't this, you ain't that, because now you going home. Your boy's gonna talk about you because you going home, and you gonna get some flat. When you do the right thing, here it come. Somebody ain't gonna like it. Somebody wants you to stay wrong. Misery, love, company. When you make the decision to do the right thing, Somebody is going to call you a hypocrite because you know what they're going to do? They're going to point out the way you were in the past versus the way you decided to be brand new, how you all of a sudden claiming this one. I saw you doing that. Please understand, when you make the decision to do the right thing, here they come. You a hypocrite. You, you think they don't call me that? They call me that. Steve Harvey, he fake. I hear, man, look, on Twitter, you try to tweet people positive stuff, here come a tweet, you fake. Your family ain't all that. I ain't say my family was, man. I'm just trying to give out some positive encouragement, you know? But here, here it come. You a hypocrite. I remember when you was out on the tour with the Kings of Comedy. Yeah, me too. I remember that too. But I ain't out on tour with them no more. We done all changed. Hello. So now, what you want me to do? You want to keep living up to what you saw me as what I was, and I can't get no credit with you for what I'm trying to be now? That's then now you're going to be a hypocrite. You fake. No, nah, man, you ain't fake. You just made the decision to be a better person. That's all. And now because you ain't the person you was, the person they knew, now they see the new you. Now you a hypocrite. You ain't a hypocrite. You just change it. Don't let them haters shake you, man. Go on about your business. When they talking about you, look at him now. Going to try to go home. He been with me all this time. Hey, man, just go home. Oh, he going to try to go home now, man. He know Friday nights, man. We done told our girls just where we at. Now he's showing up at the house because he don't want to. Come on, player. Hey, man, just go home. It's going to be unpopular. You're going to get talked about. They're going to say you're a hypocrite. But do the right thing. God will bless you for that. There's something in Proverbs that says if you honor God, if you do the right thing, if you seek him out, God will cause his blessings to chase you down. Do you understand me, what that means? Can you imagine what would happen in your life if God were to take some blessings and, and chase you down with them? Do you know that there's no hiding from him? In, in your deepest, darkest secret, he know about. The stuff that you done kept out the light from everybody else, he know about all of that. So now, if he has got some blessings that he gonna chase you down with, you can't even escape them. You look up and here come another one. That go another one. Here he go again.
Man, that's why I'm trying to get my life to, because at the end, man, what I do not want, man, and not even at the end, I just don't want now, God to have all these boxes up in heaven, these blessings with my name on them, and I don't get them sent to me, because I'm down here clowning so hard, he, ain't, he can't even ship blessings to me, because I'm just so dead wrong, that I'm blocking the blessings, man, that God got for me. I would rather do the best I can do, and be the best I can be, make some mistakes, ask for forgiveness, and get on up and see what God got for me. And remember, Donnie McClurkin got a song out, man. We ain't got time to play it now because I done talked too long, but you know that's where I am right now. The song, and it's one of my favorite God. When Donnie wrote We Fall Down, do you know I knew him when he wrote the song? I thought he had wrote the song for me. I, I really did. Because it came out after a, a conversation we was having. And I thought he had wrote the song for me. Because it's so appropriate to my life, and I bet you it's appropriate to your life. Because, see, guess what? We fall down, but we get up. He has a line in the song that says, a saint is just a sinner who fell down, but he didn't stay there. That's the deal, y'all. Look, you gonna make some mistakes. Just don't stay there. Just get up, man, and walk straight again. Then while you're walking straight and right and trying to be righteous, you're going to fall. Get up. Don't stay there and get back on the straight and the righteous. You're going to fall a bunch of times. Just don't stay there. Just get up, man. That's the only difference between a saint and a sinner. Uh, they the same people, man, actually. That's what the revealing news is. Saints is really sinners. They're the same people. They just keep getting up. That's all. Man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, undivided attention is all that's required here. Nothing more. Uh, It's not necessary to have good sense. Uh, It's not necessary to have common sense. Uh, Degrees are not uh, needed. Um, Anything of any value. You just don't need it. Just, Just need you listening. Because this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We need you to be open-minded and receptive to the foolishness that's about to go down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about it. Ain't no other one badder than this here. Let's get this thing started. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Kick it on over to Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Hey, Chris. Bring it on in to the impressionable Keir Jr. Spates. Morning, Unc. I'm here. And the king of foolishness, ladies and gentlemen, nephew Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I talk about for no reason. I love it. For no reason. That's how you started. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. Let's go. Let's kick this morning off. Yeah. Let's yeah, get we cracking, baby. Everything good? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah man. Steve. Come on. Yeah. yeah. How about with you? How you feeling? I feel pretty good, man. I feel pretty good. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm just like really, really fine, you know. Don't black out on me now. <laughs> no, I was just trying to think of how to describe it. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Let me ask you something, man. Yeah. How, how often you count your money, though? Like once a week, once every two weeks? No, do you go look that. at it and, and look at your zero? Did you hear How what you he said, that? Tommy? I don't, I don't ever do that. You don't never go look at it? 
Uh, like when you first, okay, okay, when you first got it, did you go look at it? Where, sure where is it that it'll be where you can go see it? <laughs> a viewing. At least online, you know, you go pull up your bank account, like, ah, there it is. There oh, I is. thought you meant like look at the actual money. Yeah, no, dollars. No, no, no. Just pull no. it up, just say, okay, there it is. No. no uh, I, I look at my bank accounts, you know. Well, uh, do you ever call down and say, I want all my money out this bank right now? And then say, I'm just playing. Well, if you do, if you threaten me, I've done that before. If you threaten you me. Oh, yeah, if you talk to me crazy, yeah. Yeah, I'll throw you into something. Oh. I want it. I oh, want you go cash. get your. How many Brinks trucks is there? Nah, it doesn't take all that. <laughs> I, I ain't never really had to do it except once. I ain't had that much, but I had enough down there to be effective. So, Bank talked to me crazy one time. Uh-huh. And I just said, all right, no problem. Just let me have my money. Oh, you got to have to talk to a manager. That's fine. Let me talk to him. So I'll be down there tomorrow at 2.30. Need it all in cash. There's about six people at my house that evening. <laughs> Trying to get this together. <laughs> no, who said something to him? We're going to straighten this out right now. I love your bank of Come on. Who the hell is the former employee here who made this mistake? I said it correctly. The former employee here. Because you're done. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back. Let's go. Come on, y'all. I want to inspire. I want to help. I want to uplift. I want to share. It's not so much teaching as it is for me with just sharing. You are the gift that just keeps on giving. I try to be. I want to ask a question. Go ahead. When you get to a certain dollar amount, is there a dollar that you don't lose anymore? Let's say you got a half million dollars. Mm -hmm. Do you never go below something? Do you never go? Do you pick a? Do you pick a number and say, "Okay, I can never be below three hundred thousand? Well, I mean, you should try to do that. You should always have a, a break point. A break point. It's like your weight. It's yeah, like I can only get so think. big, and then I got to go on back to the gym. Right. Like right, right. now, I'm out and topped out. Right. Time, well, you it's time ate to come everything on back there was. Okay, I just said I topped <laughs> Ice out. Ice cream every day. <laughs> so now it's like that with your finances. Mm-hmm. You want to keep yourself because you got to understand something. If God blesses you to get to a certain point, why would you go back? Right. Yeah. Why yeah, would yeah. you go back? Because right. you know I mean, what that's like. You yeah. know, and you got to understand it. You go, okay, well, I've been mm-hmm. there, done that. I know what it's like to live mouth to mouth, check to check, mm-hmm. and not say, it takes a long time to stop living check to check. I want you to understand that. Mm-hmm. So don't feel bad if you do, because it takes a lot, even okay, after you make you. a lot of money, right. mm-hmm. you still be living check to check a lot of times, because uh-huh. you still, you're trying to get a lot of things, acquire a lot of things. It's hard. Right. But you want to try to get, once you cross a certain threshold, you want to try to stay on that side of it. Right. Every now and then you may dip below, but you want to try to get back. So fight okay. as hard as you can. That's a good question. Okay, here's my question. Um, how much and what should you invest in? What's a good investment right now? Well, land is always, land and property is always like a good estate. investment because it it's always an appreciable asset. Mm-hmm. Cars are not an appreciable right. asset. Don't think you've invested in a car. They depreciate as soon as you As soon as you, as you do, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Land and property always appreciates because somebody is going to always want that land or somebody will always need a house. Now, does that include like a condo, things like just some Anything. real estate? Yes. Okay. Real, condos, apartments, uh-huh. a home, a piece of land. Okay. If you buy a piece of land with the intent to build on it one day, just having that land, I promise you, 
in a couple of years, that land going to be worth more than you paid for. And somebody will be willing to give you more. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the a guarantee. Now, there are some more things that you can invest in, stocks and things. Yeah. But that's always a little bit more risky. risky. Yeah, risky. Always yeah. a little bit more risky. So land. But there are safe stocks. You know, there are stocks that ain't going nowhere. You know, that's expensive. Apple ain't going too many places. Facebook ain't, <laughs> ain't going. going. Coca-Cola uh-huh. ain't Benny. really going nowhere. Uh-huh. You know, General Electric ain't McDonald's. going yeah. nowhere. Been since before Certain we were things, here. Yeah. Right. Certain <laughs> things. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay, Steve, what's your best advice, you know, for keeping focused on important things, you know, when distractions in our lives are, are, are kind of constant and kind of throws you off a little bit. What's your best advice to keep us focused? Well, I learned this from Eric Thomas, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, the motivational mm-hmm. speaker. He's one yeah. of the greatest motivational yeah. speakers I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Eric Thomas is a guy that I listen to. Okay. You know, there are some great speakers out there, but Eric Thomas yeah. nails it mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. he talk like I talk. Yeah. Okay. You know, he mad most of the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he sweat through his shirt in a minute, won't he? I love <laughs> the intensity which he talks. Mm-hmm. When you have your visions mm-hmm. and yeah. you have your motivation, your dream board, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the why, you got to write down the why, the why you want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Because Eric Thomas said that the why eliminates the I quit, the I can't make it, because the how come is too big. Mm-hmm. The why you doing it? Wow. Like I have to do this for my family. Well, it's it's harder to quit when it's more than just you on the line. Yeah. Well, you gotta push, yeah. man. Uh, you gotta yeah. push. Man. You have to create a why. These big dreams you have, they have to have a why behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That will help you stay to it and fight through the discouragement. Also, your dreams mm-hmm. have to be bigger than the consequences or the problem. Oh, now explain that. Hey, man. You got to yeah. want something so big. So big. That okay. no matter what it takes to get there uh-huh, uh-huh. or what it costs or what the factor is, uh-huh. this dream so big, I, I got to go on and go for it. Okay. Because, right. okay, okay, cool. That makes so sense. So I'm going to lose time with my friends. But I'm going to be a millionaire. The mm-hmm. big picture. Okay, cool. So I won't be able to go to happy hour no more because I'm trying to. Go on vacation of a dream of a lifetime? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll take the vacation for 500 right. Alex. The yes. dream has to be so big that it outweighs the problems or the consequences. Okay. All right. Okay. That keeps you motivated. I like that. Okay. And focus. Here's, okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's one more. I, I want to ask you this because you live this. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel guilty or have you ever been made to feel guilty because of your success because you're so successful absolutely 100 Mm percent you will go through that period of feeling guilty about your success Mm -hmm. mainly Mm -hmm. because the people closest to you Mm -hmm. are usually not experiencing your success and they make you feel obligated to them because of your success Mm -hmm. because i knew you when Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I got oh. you knew me when, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. but do you know me now? <laughs> and what does the you knew me when got to do with where I am now? 
And my obligation is not to you. My obligation is to my wife and my children. Yeah. It's really yeah. not to my brothers and, and sisters and my where... cousins and my homies that I grew up with. Mm. It's really not. Learn and the then <laughs> what you try to do when you're successful, you want to share your success and they know it. So they call you it. Hey, man, I know you got it. And so you go, yeah, 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 what you need. That's where I am. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm. Because they all got you. Oh, Look, my man, God. I know you got it. And now here you go, being a good brother, you going, yeah, mm-hmm. man, let me try to help y'all. But uh-uh, that ain't your job. That ain't your job. Okay. And if you get in Listen. the loan and money mm-hmm. business, yeah. you're going to lose a lot of friends and you're going to create a lot of drama in your own life, mm-hmm. loaning money. So you don't loan money. How do you get? Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it to you or that's it. Now, if y'all want to continue this conversation, we can. Okay. I want to. You we, want to? We'll okay. continue the conversation when we come back. Mo, Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this. Woohoo! <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're back. <laughs> wow, what an interesting conversation. I think it's important for people to hear directly from somebody who doesn't have an agenda mm-hmm. with their life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want y'all to do this because I get a piece mm-hmm. of all this here. No, you don't, you don't do I that. genuinely want to share this information because I know it's important to people. Mm-hmm. The average mm-hmm. person out there really does want to know how to make it. Yeah. And unless yeah. somebody who has made it gets down off their horse to share the information, where you going to get the information from? Because right. mm-hmm. all this information, I, and my you know parents what? didn't have this right. information. I was just going right. to say that we, as, a, as a race, we don't share this type of information. We're starting yeah. to maybe more now. But growing up, only thing we knew about money was money doesn't grow on trees or do you think I'm made right. of money? Things like that that our parents told us. So now we're getting real information. Jay-Z is doing it in his on his in new his, CD, 444. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's doing it. Let's, right, let's, go. Well, let's yeah. go back to where uh, we were before okay. we went to commercial for this. Um, tell well, us I how we deal. Yeah, how do you deal with the guilt? That, because yes. I'm constantly, yes, I'm, I'm lo- I loan a lot of money out. Me too. That yeah. does not come. And let, let me ask me you too. something. Loaning money, does it mm-hmm. not create tension? It yes, it does. Yes. Yes. yes, it does. Yes. Loaning money creates more problems than it solves. Mm-hmm. And it's creating mm-hmm. issues not only with the person that you loaned it to, but, but then your in your own home. Because yeah. now, you have loaned some money that belongs in your home. Right. Yeah. And now somebody in your home may have to do without because we didn't gave what we had mm-hmm. over here. To help someone. And usually, money you loan, what they don't understand about people that's climbing up, mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. they loan is money they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, we don't have no extra free money. Right. And then yeah. let me explain <laughs> something to you about, <laughs> let me explain something to you about loaning you money mm-hmm. or giving mm-hmm. you money. Whenever mm-hmm. I give you money, I'm actually giving you that plus 40%. What's if you ask me for $1,000 and I give you $1,000, what I'm actually giving you is $1,400 because Uncle Sam is taxing me oh, I see. in the oh, 40% okay. tax yeah, yeah, bracket. Yeah, yeah. He don't okay. give a damn what you do with the money. Yeah. yeah so now, true. I done gave you 1000 of my dollars, mm-hmm. plus I got to send the government 400 of that 1000 I sent you. Mm-hmm. So hold, partner. Oh, so now nah, it really ain't that simple. So when you don't pay me back, you really didn't jam me now. Well, well, in your case, people don't think you need it. You know, oh, he he'll be all right. They he's count got their money. Yeah, for, yeah, count yeah. Your money for he's you. got yeah. money. He doesn't need that mm-hmm. money. I'll get it. I'll get it to him when I get Here's it. Here's the thing: while you are coming up, people think that you have a reservoir of money. Yeah. But that yeah. reservoir of money you had to work for. Absolutely. The only reason you have a reservoir, a little bit of extra money, mm-hmm. or more than them, is because you usually work more than them. Mm. So now. You are asking me to take not only my money, 
but my time that I've given to make this money and just let yeah. you have that. Right. Because you know I got it. Well, that's foul. And you should not suffer from guilt because let me explain something to you I've learned about guilt. Guilt yeah. is the most useless human emotion that there is yeah. because guilt serves nothing. Guilt is the most devoid, the, the worst human emotion there is because it serves no purpose. What, do, what does guilt serve? When you feel guilty, what does, it don't help you, mm-hmm. it don't benefit you, it does nothing Weighs for you, you to feel guilt. But people take advantage of the guilt for their own self-entitlement and self- Selfish needs or That's what or they whatever. use, they use guilt for that. So guilt serves no purpose. So stop feeling guilty because you're mm-hmm. blessed. Stop mm-hmm. feeling guilty mm-hmm. because God has given you grace. Stop feeling guilty because you go to work. When you talk about the guilt, because Tommy, I think we've all kind of been in that boat when you're loaning money and, and the whole guilt thing, you don't want to be the bad guy or whatever. It's different when you loan friends money and then when you're taking care of family. You understand what I'm well, saying? I think there's a different level of guilt with that when you got to look out for mom and them and grandma and them and it, and, and it grows now, let that, me tell you that level. When you get to a certain level, do you guys so, understand what I'm saying? No, yeah. I, I do. because When it, when it gets to I'll a certain it. level, here's what you can do. Mm-hmm. You have to wait till you get to a certain level. I got so sick of my family nickel and diamond me. Mm-hmm. The phone calls, the having to duck them, the phone call, the trying to tell them no, the making it happen, the constant phone calls. Now, you got to wait till you get to a certain level. And I've talked to a lot of people like this. I put all of them on salary. Okay, that's good. Here's your monthly siphon. Mm-hmm. And you can make it whatever you want to make it. Mm-hmm. Here's your 500 a month. Mm-hmm. Here's your 250 for the month. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm off on another bracket with mine. Right. <laughs> yeah. They getting off in thousands. Yeah. But here's your money for the month. So- I love you. I am successful. I know y'all older than me. Y'all been struggling. This ought to help. Guess what? It alleviates the phone, the phone calls. calls. Yeah. It alleviates that, oh, you ain't nothing. You done forgot about us. But you got to wait until you're at a certain level. But if you want to help your family out, your mama, your sister, your brother is constantly nickel and diming you. Man, let me get 150 mm-hmm. here. Let me hold 250. Mm-hmm. Put them on salary, two, 200 a month. Here go your 200. Guess what? That that really does slow down the, I need 400. Hold up, partner. Yeah. I sent you. You need 400, save 200 from last. <laughs> My mama been because, on salary a long time. Yeah, she has. Long time. Because, Steve, I mean, while we're talking, there are people out there that do need help. I mean, you know, legitimate help. There's some people, they do need help. I mean, you know, we all have been there. And oh, yeah. thank God there was but someone there. I think there. I've heard every story, though. Really. Yeah. I think but, I've I mean, heard I'm just saying there are some people, you know, that need need help. I mean, okay. how do you determine? I'm not saying you don't help nobody. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I just but I'm telling you right now, listen to me. Yes. yes. Get out of yes. the loaning money business. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. Now, if you're not going to give it to them, so you ain't got to worry about it no more, my philosophy is I'm not going to give it to you, mm-hmm. then I ain't got it, bro. Okay. I ain't got mm-hmm. it. I don't have it. I don't loan. Yeah. I don't know. Don't don't come to me. So just now, say no and don't feel guilty now, about it. I had a I had a wealthy friend mm-hmm. who got in a real jam and uh-huh. kind of got publicized with his business. Mm-hmm. And he came to me for a loan. Mm-hmm. But he's and he's been wealthy. I knew he was gonna come back. And I loaned him mm-hmm. a hefty amount of money. Mm-hmm. Substantial amount, huh? He came right back to me when he said he was mm-hmm. with the check. Okay. See, 
that kind of situation. And he had done things for me in the past. Not mm-hmm. so much money, but so faith. It's not mm-hmm. one-sided. Phone calls, mm-hmm. put me in touch right. with this guy, mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah. So we had a little bit going on. Yeah. So when he Two came for street. that substantial yeah. amount of money, mm-hmm. you know, I had to go. Now, because Marjorie and I have a relationship where she has some of her money from her allowance and I have my money from my allowance, but this money he came to me, I had to go to my wife and go, hey, baby, can we do this right here? It's a lot. Because it's kind of stepping outside of what I have the power to do mm-hmm. without confiding in you. So forth and so on. You know, she's had family members that's needed help, and she comes to me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but but she'll tell them for any amount of money, I y'all, you got to go to my husband. Mm-hmm. That takes her off the hook, too. Oh, she go. Yeah. No, you got because Marjorie will just tell you. No, y'all can't come to me with yeah. that. You have to go ask my husband. Now, speaking, since you brought Marjorie up, well, talk talk quickly if you can. We have about 30 more seconds left. You, you always say you need four bank accounts. Four bank accounts. We have the bank account where all the money goes in that pays for bills and everything. Mm-hmm. Got that. Necessity, house, electric, mm-hmm. car, no, anything. Mm-hmm. We have another account that requires both of our signatures. It's a savings account. Mm-hmm. We cannot touch that unless Marjorie and I both sign. And then Marjorie has an account. I have an account. That money go to her. That money go to me. I can't tell her what to do. She can't say nothing Love to me. Love it. She want to buy jewelry. She buy jewelry. I buy Cuban cigars. I buy Cuban cigars. Can't say nothing to her. And we'll be back. <laughs> and we'll be back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Steve, Jay is here with things that have a cutoff age. Jay, Explain well, 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 Steve actually has it. It's these things, uh, uh, Shirley and everybody, there's a cutoff age to everything. Mm-hmm. To everything yeah. you do. Some yeah. people some people just ignore it and just keep doing it. Yeah. Right. But run it down, Steve. Like, <laughs> come on. This should have a cutoff <laughs> point. The nay nay. <laughs> <laughs> if you over 40, we really don't need to look out there and see you doing the nay-nay. Or the whip. The whip or the nay-nay. Yeah. And you 40. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really, 35. 33. We're going to yeah. let you have it to 33. Yeah, 33. You asked, stop doing the whip and the nay-nay. <laughs> Here's what you can't do if you over 35. Mm-hmm. You cannot go see the Migos perform. Man, oh. no, you can't. No, you can't. Them. No, you can't. No, no, you can listen to them. You can, but you gotta take your kids. Yeah, you gotta take somebody's <laughs> children yeah. with you. Right? Mississippi okay. Monica just went. <laughs> just went way about. too old. <laughs> way too old. People sitting next to her going, "Who, mom?" <laughs> sitting there watching the Migos over Reed <laughs> Here's something that has a cutoff age. We don't have a cutoff age, but just listen to this. You cannot wear crop tops if you have a muffin top, man or woman. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know that's what I mean by them shirts yeah. that's cut off too short like yes. you Ezekiel Elliott? Yes. Well, yeah, you're yeah, not. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're not. That's a good one. Uh, I like it. Mm. If just a little bit of muffin yeah. on the side. Yeah. You can't do it. Nah. You can't do yeah. it. I don't mind a little muffin uh, on a woman. Uh-huh. What on a man? Yeah, man, uh-uh. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Bruh. If you're over 25, Bruh. you got to stop using the word lit. <laughs> You really? over 25, yeah, Shirley. <laughs> you got to stop using the word lit. This show is I lit. I say it all Every the time. Day. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> what?
If oh, you man. over 55 uh-huh. and you still using the word copacetic, <laughs> everything copacetic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's copacetic, man. Oh, man, that's copacetic. You, you need to come on out. Come on. Okay. If you four years old <laughs> and you're in a stroller with your legs crossed <laughs> and you can pull yourself along in the stroller, <laughs> your ass needs to be walking. Oh, my God. You got something for the babies? <laughs> Babies, don't care. It's cut off, Here's one. If you're over 80 with a walker and it's got a cup holder, fanny pack, a place to hold a newspaper, tennis balls for a grip, damn it, you got to take something off. It's too much. It's too much. Cup holder and a fanny pack. If you're over 40. And people are still considering you ratchet. Mm. Mm. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. You're not ratchet. You're actually stupid. <laughs> <laughs> A man over 40 yeah. with two yeah. chains. Okay. And his name is not two chains. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. On the outside, on the outside, if you over fifty and still wearing any form of nugget jewelry, Uh, (laughs) nuggets. What about the set? Can you wear nugget set, Steve? Here's one, Uh Monica Shirley. Uh If you're over forty-five, each fingernail can't be a different color. They've been doing it. They've been doing Nail it. polish. Yep. Whatever. You all don't know. Yeah, we might not know, but we know that. But let me tell you this, though. Uh, Don, who's in charge of all of our social media, our digital programming and all of that, when you mm-hmm. mentioned nuggets, she looked over like all she could think what of was that? like chicken McNuggets. She oh, didn't no. know oh, no. what oh, no. you were talking about. Nugget watch. She was like nuggets. Yeah. Nuggets <laughs> are still out there, Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> At McDonald's. She thought you were talking about a McDonald's. Oh yeah. no. Nugget range. The nugget set. <laughs> Let me see which one was my favorite. It was between the Migos party and Muffin Top, I think. <laughs> That crop. Yeah. I like four years old still in the stroller. Yeah, I like your leg. Yeah, you leg. got your leg crossed. Yeah. You don't get to walk. Yeah, you don't get to walk. <laughs> so, Steve, I got a question. So, I can't say lit. What's the cutoff age? The cutoff lit? age is, uh, what, 35? Over 35? You know what you can't say, Jay? What? <laughs> Trump. <laughs> oh, you can't say Trump. <laughs> Remember Trump? Trump? Remember Trump? Yeah. Hey, oh, Trump, Trump, come in. Or, or that's up there with turkey. Yeah. Oh, we couldn't <laughs> say turkey. turkey. And we couldn't turkey. say monk with. Yeah. Couldn't say what? Monk with. I, uh, don't be monkeying with me. Or don't be oh. monkey around. Oh, we yeah. couldn't say that. I'm going to see the Migos. You can't go see the Migos. You gotta oh, take your little girl to see the Migos. You gotta take somebody Virginia, with you. What am you I gonna take... be doing? <laughs> Watching them. <laughs> What you say, Junior? You, you're sitting in there looking over your glasses. <laughs> like an old lady. Like an old Who lady. Who the hell is watching the Migo over oh, some oh, red glasses? <laughs> <laughs> you can't go. Don't, don't go down there and embarrass yourself. Don't do that. <laughs>
Y'all ever seen Monica look over a glass? <laughs> yeah, she oh, had that old lady look. she was looking at the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, little boy. But 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 with a uh, foam dress on <laughs> and some pumps with a ankle strap. Yeah. <laughs> no. But with a low kitty kitty heel on. Yeah, you cannot go see the me. So we got like cut that. off age, yeah. huh? Yeah. All right, we'll I'm be back with design. more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Jay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. W- what is this famous last word you wrote? A, you famous wrote a segment? last mm-hmm. words has to do with a, a lot of people get hurt by stupidity, or sometimes they don't make it because mm-hmm. they say something or do something stupid, and all we have is their last words. For instance, last words like this: "That gun ain't loaded." Those were their last words. What? All right. What? That, the, la- the last words they said was, that, that dog don't up. bite. That's the last words they said. That was- <laughs> okay. Famous last words. The famous last words. Like okay. He said before he left, I'm going this way. I'm going this way because all the bears are hibernating at this time. All right? <laughs> so that's the last thing we heard from him. All right? <laughs> yeah. The last thing he said, he was in the living room and he said to the little boy, punch me in the stomach as hard as you can. I can take it. And that was the, that was, that was, famous last that was the last Jay, thing he Jay, said. I got one. You got one? Go ahead. Go ahead. Famous last word. Uh-huh. I, 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 I bet you better get out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We heard that a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. I bet you better hey. get out of my face. Famous last oh, words. Damn. Famous last words he said to the group was, these ain't poison mushrooms. I know poison mushrooms, and I see poison mushrooms, okay? That's it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Famous last word. Famous last word. Jay, you got one, Jay. You got one? Go ahead. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Famous last, last word. word. You got one? Here you go. Here you, go. One. you got one, Steve? You got another one? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, I can jump over there. <laughs> Before you bust oh, your butt. Yeah. Right there, I, I can jump over there. Uh, famous ass words he said when he went to bed, I'll go to sleep and it'll be all gone in the morning. I'll feel much oh. better. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> famous last words. Wow. Hey, hey, famous last Famous last word. Famous last word. No, no, not this time of year. Sharks only like warm water. (laughs) 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 Wow. Okay. Uh, Famous last word. Don't worry about it, girl. My wife sleeps. She can't hear a damn thing. Don't worry about it. (laughs) 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 Spill out the famous last word. Go ahead, take it out, man. Take it out. Come on, Steve. Last word. Uh Yes. Somebody drop something in the water, Uh and then somebody say, "I get it." (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. Thank you, guys. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Comedy Roulette, Steve. Here we go. Jay, Here please, we go. please quickly set this up. Every week, our comedy ability is tested 
in the way we prove how good we are, put five subjects on the wheel, spin the wheel, where it stop, we got it. That's all it is. That's okay. all it is. Comedy roulette. What you got? Uh-huh. All right, here are what the five got? subjects. Uh-huh. Number one. Fish grease. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could do Yeah, everybody could do yeah. Number two, she wasn't that big in high school. <laughs> what? Yeah, we could do that. We could do that now. <laughs> I don't appreciate that one. Okay, number three, tastes like chicken. Uh-huh. Oh, I hear that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's everything. Number four, now that I have a little money, you know who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. And number mm. five, I don't know how you could eat that. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. All right, let's go spin the wheel, cat. <laughs> oh, uh, now that I have a little money, you know who I am. That's oh, very easy. Let me have that. Oh, okay. Let me start oh, that one out. Yeah. Okay. See, back on. in the day, my nickname was Fish. Mm-hmm. Didn't nobody know fish. Didn't yeah. speak to fish. Yeah. You yeah. was too fine to speak to yeah. fish. Yeah. But now that fish is on TV. Yeah. Hey, fish. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, fish? <laughs> and I can't remember who you are. Yeah. What you got, Tommy? <laughs> I was out of my league. I was way out of my league. You was drop dead fine to me. I begged for it, wanted it. I used to ask for it day and night. You never gave me the time of day. But now, now, got a little money. I'm on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're texting me now. I can have it if I want it. I don't want it now. I don't want it. Yeah. I I hear you, Tommy. You Come on, I'm Joe. You, you know what? Now that I got a little money, you know who know my name now? Who? Bill collectors. They know exactly <laughs> who they talking to now. Matter of fact, they don't even call me by my real name. That's how I know they know I got money. They say, excuse me, is Junior in? Junior. That ain't my government name. <laughs> Everybody know now. Well, this right up my alley here. <laughs> nah, I got little money. Yeah, you know who I am now. Yeah, this goes out to Ike back Ike. in Cleveland yeah. at Mr. Albert's Men's what? Store. What? Yeah, used to call me LK. Uh huh. Layaway King. <laughs> yeah, oh, what? Nah, Albert and Ike. I can buy your whole damn store. <laughs> so the next time oh, wow. I walk in, I ain't coming in layaway. Yeah. Feel me. Yeah. I might just buy your damn store. <laughs> <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? Hey. Yeah, well. Oh, let me put an initial out there with a last name. Just an initial and the huh. last name. You know who you are. The last name White. Oh, you were so fine. Yeah. Oh, my God, you were fine. Yes, you ah, did not even speak to me in the hallway. Yeah. I walked past you, I act like a slave. Because I ain't want to look you in the eye. You was that damn fine. <laughs> but, oh, it has changed now. Because fish got a little money. Yeah, come on. Yeah. 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 On. Fish, yeah. Fish. Yeah. Fish got a little money. Fish got a little money. Yeah. Come on, Junior. I tell you where everybody know my name at now. I'm a lot more familiar and welcome when I walk in the door. Our huh. bank account used to sit on $6. I hated overdraft. <laughs> but what I didn't notice, though, when I go in the bank now, there's a whole nother room. It's got vegetables in it. Why? 
Jesus. Oh, when I go in the bank, it's Mr. Space this away. Oh, what you standing in line for? Come on around this way. Do you have your access card? Never mind, I have mine. Oh, it's different when I go down there now. Yeah. Wiping it for you. Come on, Tommy. Come on, Tommy, what you got, man? Oh, you know, I used to couldn't go to you. I, I didn't get invited to the big Christmas party. Oh, no. Because I just... Oh, no. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't big enough. I didn't have a name enough. But now that I'm balling and I'm the, I'm on the show and I'm the nephew, got a little money in my pocket doing a little stand-up, I don't want to go to your funky Christmas party now. I throw my own damn Christmas party at my chateau. Y'all kiss my ass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with Nephew Tommy's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, living with another man's wife. Mm. But right now, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Weed in the church van. Oh, Jesus. Weed in the church van. Say it one more time. We in the church van is what I got. That's it. Let's run it. Weed in the church van. Come on. Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach Dan, brother, brother Dan. Dan. Hello, hold on. Let me cut the TV down. Now, who you? I'm who trying you to reach brother Dan, brother Dan. Oh, oh this. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is brother Scott from the church from uh, Bethel Baptist. Oh, uh, hello, brother. Yeah, I call you. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get a little information about the church van. What's what's your schedule? Uh, uh, you drive the church van. What's what's your schedule? Uh, I drive it Wednesday, uh, Fridays and Sundays. Okay, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Now Sunday, what what is that schedule? Oh, well, Sunday I, I usually start about eight o'clock in the morning, probably a little earlier, depending on some of the elderly people that I had to go pick up and uh, bring to the church, make sure they get there okay and get situated and make sure they're on time for the service and whatnot. Okay, and then you take them back home after yes. service is over? Yes, I, I try to get all of them back home unless they got family members or something that come up there and meet them up there and want to take them to dinner or something afterwards. But I usually okay. get everybody back home. Okay, okay. Now, this past Sunday, Mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why I'm calling you. Uh, they saying that um, some of the church uh, members that was on the band this Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, are complaining, saying that um, that the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there. Excuse me? They say the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there, and you are the person that was oh. driving them. Oh no 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 not 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 the van that that I'm driving. I'm, I don't no nah, I don't I ain't smoke weed in no van. Uh, uh, do you smoke weed? No, I don't smoke weed. I mean, not currently. I mean, I have before, but I don't smoke weed now. And I wouldn't smoke weed before picking some people up to go to no no church. Now, where where are you okay. getting this from? Who told you this? Well, all I know is what what what's come down the pipeline is they saying that. That uh, a couple of the members came complaining. Now, now, saying that, that, now, see, see, now, see, this, this just happened last week about this pipeline. I want to know who the pipeline is because just last week they came at me talking about that I, I I was using the van to go places that I wanted to go to on my personal time. Now, I don't do that. 
I don't do stuff like that. Now, I done had a past. I done had a history. But I don't do stuff like that. And I wasn't smoking no church fan. So are you seriously talk, talking? What, 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 what we're, trying to, we're trying to get to the bottom of it and see what's going on with you. Well, which um, elderly person said it? Do you know which one? I don't know. They love me. Every Sunday, them people tell me they love me. Uh, uh, they say I'm one of the most respectful young gentlemen they've ever met in their life. And so I, I really find it hard to believe that you 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 getting these type of complaints about me. Okay. Well, they, they, one, one of them says, smell like, ooh, we. I don't know what that means or nothing like that. Look, brother, I don't know you too well, and I know you don't know me, but I, I, I've been driving this van as, as, as a point to try to change my life and where I come from. So this was, was something that I wanted to volunteer, even though I'm getting paid, to give my time to do this for the church. And now this is like the second instance where y'all done came at me on some stuff about, like, I'm trying to do something with this van. Now, why would I disrespect the church van by smoking weed in it and then letting the weed stay in there so other people could smell it? Okay, so let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go out here to the this church van today. We're going to go out here today and open it up. Now, if we see any seeds or anything around the, the, the driver's seat, then 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 we're going we gonna to definitely uh, have we'll a finger pointing. We're going to open the van up. Man, I was raised in that church, man. My mama go to that church. My grandma, she go to that church. See the reason we even all at that church. And you think I'm going to mess up their name by driving around in a van full of elderly people smoking some then why do then why do it smell like weed, brother Dan? I don't know why the band smell like weed, man. Now, I don't I don't got the answers to these questions. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't me. Did you have some weed in your pocket and maybe it would just smell it? I ain't had no weed on me. Stop trying to say like I had weed on me. And you ain't gonna give me nothing mint that I ain't had no and we ain't had no weed on me, okay? Now you ain't gonna mess up my name or my family's name in this church and disrespect us like this. Now we've been helping this church for years, and I'm trying to tell you that I ain't riding around in no van smoking no weed with no elderly people. Did you ask any of the elderly people if they had any weed on them? Uh, 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 no, we didn't. No, no, I didn't think about no elderly people having no weed. So you just assume it's me. What one of them got glaucoma or something? What, 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 you know what? You know who I think, what, you know who I think the weed belong to? Who? Who? I think, I think the weed belong to Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what the <laughs> f***? What the hell? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Damn, you just got pranked. Oh, my God. You just got pranked. What is his name? His name is Brother, uh, Brother, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence, oh my goodness. <laughs> Larry, they call him Larry, but oh, his name is Lawrence. Oh, man, I know exactly what you said. Tell Larry, tell Larry he in trouble with me. <laughs> I'm going to hit him with the van. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I got one more thing. To, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the yes, baddest, sir. and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Yeah, I got me. <laughs> oh, man. man, go on rest, man. Go on and chill out the rest of the day. I try, man. I know I ain't gonna smoke no weed. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay. Weed in the church van. You play Life too much with the church it's, people. It's, it's uh, just for your co uh, It's weed. <laughs> I said oh. weed. Tell him weed. how to say it, Jay.
He said weed. It's weed. He's absolutely right. Weed. <laughs> yeah, Team Tommy. You better represent. Don't deviate at all. I'm going to change team. No, ain't going to happen. No, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with him being with Team Tommy. That's due to heavy usage. He said weed. <laughs> oh, 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 that's, that's what he said. Steve, you know your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't, ain't got a damn thing to do with being Team Tommy. <laughs> oh, just, oh, just, correct just, me, just, 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 me. After oh, okay. this long weekend, okay. that's how he says it. Oh, <laughs> show right here, man. You um, brought him over here. <laughs> yep. I brought him over here, and, and for a week he didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> he still thought he was on the floor. <laughs> he still thought it. For a whole week, though. <laughs> oh, Jay. Catch your nephew, Jackson, Mississippi, MLK weekend. Jackson! The nephew finally coming to Jackson, baby. Get your tickets and have me some fish fried up when I get down there. I just I'm just thought I'd throw that out there. Nice little old catfish or something. <laughs> Be nice for the nephew, okay? Catfish, coleslaw, mm, mm. throw some fries in there, throw some seasoning on that. That's all. That's all Tommy looking for. Jackson, the nephew coming. MLK weekend. Uh-huh. Chuckles Comedy Club. Tickets on sale. Red now. Nah. I love there it. There you go. Okay. Worldwide, Shirley. I'm worldwide. All right. Those will be great shows. Uh, coming up in the Strawberry Letter, subjects living with another man's wife. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, today. Yeah. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, living with another man's wife. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married a little over a year now, and this is my second marriage. Since the wedding, my husband and I have been searching for a new church home that we mutually agreed on. We visited churches and settled at a church close to our home uh, with a good, stern pastor. We loved his preaching style and felt really welcome there until one Sunday when the pastor's message was so crazy that it sent my husband into a frenzy. The pastor preached about marriage and stated that anyone that has been married more than once is going straight to hell if the person gets re and if the person gets remarried, the new spouse is going to hell too. What? Pastor what? said that God only recognizes one marriage and there is no such thing as divorce ever. My husband took the message literally, and on the way home, he said the pastor was speaking directly from the Bible. I showed my husband the exact scripture in the Bible, and it didn't say anything about anyone burning in hell. (laughs) Even still, my husband believed what the pastor said, and he told me, he had been uh, he had a bad feeling about me on our wedding day, so that must have been why. <laughs> I was blindsided because I thought our marriage was great, and he was happy with me. My husband's distanced himself from me, and we stopped having any type of intimacy. I refused to go back to the church, but my husband loves it. The final straw was last week when he came home and said the pastor asked him if he was still living with another man's wife. 
I gave my husband an ultimatum to either leave the church or leave our home. Because of this wacky pastor, my marriage is in shambles. I want to get my marriage back on track, but I don't know how. Is this worth fighting for, or is my husband losing his mind like the pastor? Please help. Well, I, I mean, this is only worth... Huh? This is a good-ass letter. Yeah, this is a good letter. <laughs> this is a really good letter. Uh, you ask if, if this is worth fighting for. I say it's worth fighting for if you want to save your marriage. You said you want to, to, to set your marriage back on track. The problem is you can't be the only one fighting in a two-person marriage. You just can't. Uh, your husband uh, doesn't seem to want anything like that. He has distanced himself from you. You've stopped having any type of intimacy. Uh, your husband loves this church with this crazy pastor, and uh, the pastor is all up in your marriage, too. Uh, you were right to give your husband an ultimatum in, the, in this case, either leave the church or, or, or leave your home. Um, and your marriage is in shambles because your husband is following this pastor and not following God as he should and as the Bible states. So uh, is this worth fighting for? I would say no at this point because... Uh, your husband even said he had a bad feeling about you on his wedding day. Wow. All right. <laughs> this this is not good, okay, for any marriage that's trying to survive. This is not good. Your husband um, needs to be uh, with this pastor, apparently, uh, in this church, because that sounds like he wants where he wants to be and not with you in this marriage and fighting for this marriage. I don't think you have anything to fight for here. Steve? Wow. This letter right here. This is just not good. Uh, you've been married a little over a year now. Uh, this is your, your husband's second marriage. And this is my husband's second marriage. Uh, we've been searching for a new church home. We mutually agreed upon. I guess so y'all both met uh, the pastor here and thought it was cool to the sermon. Uh, we love this preaching style. It felt really good. Until one Sunday, the pastor's message uh, threw your husband into something. The pastor told about marriage and stated that anybody that's been married more than once is going straight to hell. This part of the letter affected me deeply. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Yes. This Part of the letter affected me deeply. <laughs> and I can't go on right now. Because this man, this pastor said and stated that anyone that has been married more than once is going straight to hell. That's messed up, Pastor. Yeah. Mm. That's messed up. Because right now, Three of us on this show is gone. Hey, <laughs> we how do you think here. I felt? Yeah. Right, I've been divorced. Shirley, <laughs> no, I, I thought it was just three of us that's been yeah. married more than once. Me, you, and Jay. So we gone. Yeah. That's disheartening. It's as hard as here. I'm trying to be a better person and a better Christian, now you just told me I don't care what I do. I'm going to hell. Mm. So there is no forgiveness. Mm. There's no mercy. There's more. There's no grace. There is Favor. no he died for our sins. Right. Come it on. ain't none of that. All of y'all has been married more than once. 
going straight to hell. Hell hounds. <laughs> well, I want to say that's all I got for this letter, but I got to do some more. Straight to hell. Pastor said that God only recognizes one marriage and there's no such thing as divorce. Okay, cool. Let's say God only recognizes one marriage. Can I pick the one he look at? <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Steve, when you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. All right, listen. We'll have, just hold it right there, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, uh, living with another man's wife coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Woo! Uh, I guess we're in hell right now. Uh, subject, living with another man's wife. <laughs> living with another man's wife. Here's this woman been married to this man a little over a year. And uh, they struggled trying to find themselves a nice little church home, so they finally found one that they agreed on and settled that church close to their house. A good, stern pastor. We loved his preaching style. It said it felt uh, really welcome there. Well, until one Sunday, the pastor message was so crazy, sent your husband into a frenzy. The pastor preached about marriage and stated that anybody that has been married more than once is going to hell, and if the person gets remarried, the new spouse is going to hell too. Ooh. Well, damn. <laughs> you can't get past it, Steve. Yeah, well, damn, dog. Well, damn. <laughs> Man, I'm just sitting here. You know, yeah. I done let it into my life, my heart. Uh-huh. You well, know, damn. I'm feeling pretty strong about myself, getting myself <laughs> together spiritually. And you just told me I'm going to hell anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor, that's where you're wrong because you don't know about God's mercy. His acts of forgiveness, and you don't think that uh, he puts into account the fact that we we make mistakes, that people have a chance to get over their mistakes. Well, your husband took the message literally, and on the way home, he said the pastor was speaking directly from the Bible. I showed my husband the exact scripture in the Bible. It didn't say anything about anybody burning in hell. Even still, my husband lead that the pastor said he told me. He had a bad feeling about me on our wedding day. Crazy. (laughs) Influence. They've been married over a year. (laughs) He told his wife, after going to this crazy church, I had a bad feeling about us on that wedding day. That's why you don't follow man. And then said, so that must have been why. Uh I was blindsided because I thought our marriage was great. He was happy with me. My husband distanced himself from me, and we stopped having into any type of intimacy. I refuse to go back to the church, but my husband loves it. Final straw. I, I'm gonna tell. I got to tell you something, man. You don't. It, the relationship you and just do. It don't seem real. Uh, uh, healthy ain't the word for it. Mm-hmm. I I just think he. Can I tell you what I think? Yes. I think your husband was just looking for an out. Yeah. Oh, man. I think he was just looking for an out. I think found he it. was unhappy and found a way. She, He listened to the pastor that said, if you've been in one argument and you've remarried, you're going to hell. 
Now, that's alarming. <laughs> so, but there you have it. That's it. I, ca- I can't really... I can't really say anything because it doesn't make any sense. What church is this? Get out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what church this is. It's the wrong church, man. God is a forgiving God. Even right. with his commandments, he's still a forgiving God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we're under grace. I just yes. don't believe that a person can make a mistake, ask for forgiveness, recover, and now you can't go to heaven because you've been married more than once? <laughs> Man, you know technically, no, no. I'd have been yeah. in hell a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, can I, can I ask Me since 2007. I have a question. If you, if you get married more than once and you're going to hell, does your exes go to hell too? Because I told them to go to hell when we, when we, when we got divorced. I, I, I do remember those words coming out. They'll be there when you get there, yeah. Jay. They'll be there when so you get there. So I should there. meet them there. They should, a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just clearing it up. You have any idea with this new breaking news? I crowded hell fish to be Okay. It's going to be some pastors down there. It's going to be some pastors. No, Tommy, Tommy, it's going to be a lot of pastors down there. I know a lot of pastors that's gotten divorced. Yeah. That's messed up, lady. But he's Everybody want to hear this damn letter? <laughs> you need a new church. He's pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And church. the Bible clearly states don't don't follow men. You know, you yeah, got to go church, with God's homie. power. You know, not man's wisdom. Come on. <laughs> but it does explain why Jesus never got married. It does explain <laughs> a lot of that. He right was there. single. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus figured it out. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Yeah, Man, this is crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that's he, that's he, no he's sense. looking for a way out. He found it and he No, seriously. Mm-hmm. When the pastor came up with the this a bad but, he found her out. That was it. He, that he hit found her out. Yeah. But yeah. he's still going no to the church. Now the no sex and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he's still, but he found her out. Mm-hmm. And he going to ride that out. Now they ain't having sex. He having sex somewhere. He had a bad feeling about me on our wedding day well, over I've a year ago. That. I've had that. I've had that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, post right. your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Jay, quickly, you are here with what? Toughing it out? I wrote another book. (laughs) My latest book is called You Might Be Toughing It Out If. Chapter one. Okay. You you might be toughing it out if you've been riding on your spare tire for six months. You might be toughing it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Chapter four is a good chapter. You might be toughing it out if you make dishwashing liquid when you put it in water and let it dissolve. You might be toughing it out. You just put you put soap put soap in the dishwashing liquid Uh and you just let Uh, it dissolve. You you ever had that done? Okay. Yeah. You might be toughing it out if 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 your debit card gets turned down at the dollar store. You might be toughening yeah. it out. God, dog. Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. No, no, that's toughening it right yeah. That's yeah. pretty tough. You yeah. Might, yeah. You might, yeah. Here's a good one. Dollar chapter, this is chapter what? eight. You might be toughening it out if you got one light bulb and you got to take it from room to room. <laughs> you gave my light bulbs? <laughs> I'm talking about... Jesse, Jesse, bring the light bulb in here. 
pole. Harry! Harry, I'm trying to see the toilet tissue. That's a good one, Steve. I got a chapter on that. You don't have toilet paper. You got napkins from Wendy's, McDonald's, Hooters. Chapter 14 is a good chapter. If your pillow, if your pillow, your pillow that you sleep on is a rolled up mm-hmm. towel in a sheet, man. Now you toughen it yeah. out right there, man. That's toughen yes, it out. Hey, I got one. I got what you one. Got, Steve? You might be toughing it out if your glasses done broke in so many places. Uh huh. You just uh-huh. picking up the lens, looking through one eye. <laughs> That's tough. Just Give got one, one lens. Get one more, Steve. Get one more. Get one uh, more. No, you, you, no, yo, you close it out. Alright. <laughs> All right. You might be toughing it out if you can only put a dollar and sixty cents in your escalade. You toughening it out, man. <laughs> Let me get one sixty on pump two, please. One sixty on pump two. One sixty. That's the escalade though. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Stephen Jay, you, uh, you guys go back. We go back so far. I know. <laughs> so far. I, I mean, we. Crazy stories. There was right? never cable. We had no TV. Uh-huh. Steve would always no. tell me about how he sold insurance. And uh, I think, uh-huh. I'm going to let you finish it, but the story he told about how he <laughs> was going to sell insurance to these people, he drove way out somewhere. He was tired, late at night, way out. And mm-hmm. it was this couple. Go ahead, tell us. Uh, Steve. They was old. Wait a minute. They was old, and I had to drive way out. Man, it was dark where they lived. I'm sleeping. And I get out there, and the lady was real nice, man. She went and got me some tea. And I take a couple sips of the tea, and they was sitting there. And I, you know, one of them had a hearing aid, so I had to speak a little loud. And you know, when you're tired, that takes more energy. And I'm just talking about this policy. The guy got up and went somewhere and came back, and that stopped my momentum. So when he came back and he sat down, uh-huh. I was damn near gone. And I looked at him, and I was sitting there, man. And I said, yeah, Commonwealth. Ooh. Oh, he went to sleep. Wow. He woke up, the couple was still sitting there waiting. Baby was tired. Oh. How long you think you was I, out? How long? Was I, you don't know, no idea. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I have, I have no idea how long I was asleep. <laughs> but the old white people was just sitting there, oh, looking at me. But they can't go and to bed I, with a black man in their house. And when I opened my eyes, I did not know who them two white people were. <laughs> oh my God! He was I asleep. didn't know. I said. Man, is this a hostage situation? <laughs> Do they have me? Oh is my they got God. a crazy son with an axe somewhere? Oh Man, my I got gosh. to looking around. That lady said, you sure are tired, mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Man, God, I sat there, Steve. man. The <laughs> only thing that clued me was I looked back down at my paperwork, and it said, Commonwealth Insurance. Oh, okay. that let me know you're an insurance agent. You are. <laughs> <laughs>
Because I thought it was a hostage situation. I said, man, these white folks got me out of these damn woods. Man, I ain't got no cell phone. You know, wasn't no cell phones or nothing. No, so I just, no. I didn't have a cell phone. Uh, no. no. Uh-uh. Oh, man. Wow. That's that's man, that's bad bad job. Bad job, man. Ooh, uh, and, and they look just like them white people on that uh on that cornflake box, remember? <laughs> oh, um. Ma and Paul uh, Kettle. Yeah. Ma and Paul Kettle, yeah. right, yeah. They had the pitchfork here, them wireframe glass, and look mm-hmm. like he'll kill you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he but he's weak and feeble, but they look like they were real strong, too, though. <laughs> man, I'm through, man. I woke I'm up, sorry. man, I'm telling you, I swear to God, I woke up, I did not know who them two people was. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you get out? What, what, how'd you? Oh, it's time to go now. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been asleep an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you Thank sure, you. You sure are tired, mister. <laughs> I'm assuming they didn't buy no insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, well, then then do come tell me, well, well, you need to come back when you can stay awake, young man. <laughs> man nobody driving back out here no more. <laughs> y'all gonna be uninsured. <laughs> Damn, man, anybody gonna know. If y'all die tonight, nobody gonna know. You, you were destined to do what you're doing. Yeah, I know, I, sh- I heard him. No. <laughs> yeah, you, I sure, I sure ain't gonna bring out no policy check out here. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm gonna sell that so check to jobs. my boys so fast. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steven, it's time to check your voicemail. If you want to leave Steve a message, call us right now at 877-29-STEVE and leave a message, okay? Good morning, Steve and family. Happy New Year to you all. I'm Katrina Williams calling from Kempton, North Carolina, sending a Happy New Year shout-out to my daughter, Star First Class Katina Gardner, U.S. Army in Kuwait. My grandson, Private Tajon Green, Fort Gordon, Georgia. My son-in-law, Nathaniel, who's with the baby girls, Lauren and Nicole, in Seattle, Fort Lewis, Washington, waiting on their moms to come home. Granny, love you guys. Be safe and enjoy. Again, Happy New Year to all, and thanks for all that are serving and have served, including myself. Happy New Year. Hello, Steve Harvey. My name is Willie from the Los Angeles area in California. I just want to wish you and your staff Happy New Year and a prosperous one. Good morning, Steve and the morning crew. This is Sandra coming to you from North Carolina. I just wanted to say happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to my family that's all over the world. And everybody be safe. Let's stay prayed up. Good morning, Mr. Harvey and the morning crew. Your show always gets me started off on the right track. Hope y'all have a blessed holiday and y'all keep doing what you're doing. It's great. Good morning. Uh, This is for Steve Harvey and the Morning Crew. My name is Dwight Moore. I'm calling you from just south of Macon, Georgia, in Bonaire, Georgia. Just want to wish you all happy holidays. Thanks for the entertainment. Thanks for the love and encouragement and inspiration. Look forward to a prosperous new year with you all. God bless. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Jay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. What is this famous last word you wrote? A, you famous wrote a last mm-hmm. words has to do with a, a lot of people get hurt by stupidity, or sometimes they don't make it because mm-hmm. they say something or do something stupid, and all we have is their last words. For instance, last words like this: "That gun ain't loaded." Those were their last words. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, the last, the last words they said was. <laughs> 
Beck that dog something. don't bite. That's the last words they said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Famous last words. The famous last words that okay. he said before he left, I'm going this way. I'm going this way because all the bears are hibernating at this time, all right? <laughs> so that's the last thing we heard from him, all right? <laughs> yeah. The last thing he said, he was in the living room, and he said to the little boy, punch me in the stomach as hard as you can. I can take it. That was the last Jay, thing he Jay, said. I got one. You got one? Go ahead. Go ahead. Famous last word. Uh-huh. I, 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 I bet you better get out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We like that a lot. Uh-huh. Like, hey. I bet you better hey. get out of my face. Famous last oh, words. Damn. Famous last word he said to the group was, these ain't poison mushrooms. I know poison mushrooms, and I see poison mushrooms, okay? That's it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. This famous last word. Famous last word. Yeah, take that one, Jay. You got one? Go ahead. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> famous last word. You got one? Here you go. Here you go. You got one, Steve? You got another one? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh, hell yeah. I can jump over there. <laughs> but fuck you, oh, bust you. <laughs> right, right there, I, I can jump over there. Uh, Move famous ass words he said when he went to bed: "I'll go to sleep, and it'll be all gone in the morning. I'll feel much oh. better." Oh. <laughs> oh. Famous last words. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, famous last. No, no, not this time of year. Sharks only like warm water. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, famous last word. Don't worry about it, girl. My wife sleeps. She can't hear a damn thing. Whoa. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of famous last words. Woo. Go ahead, take it out, man. Take it out. <laughs> Come Famous on, last Steve. word. Uh-huh. Yes. Somebody drop something in the water, uh-huh. and then somebody say, "I get it." <laughs> <laughs> there you All have right, it. Thank Famous you, guys. Yeah. All right, uh, hang on. We're coming up uh, the last break of the day, and some closing remarks from Steve Harvey. That's coming up at forty-nine after. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. (laughs) And um, please, uh, let us leave out of here with some inspiring words, some closing remarks from you. Thank you. You know, um, I was was talking early in the year to everybody about uh, having the best year of your life. And it's it's still possible. And... uh, you can still have the best year of your life. You really can. You, you just have to change the way you think. It's, it's, it's nothing more and nothing less. You know, when people, when I say that to people go, well, Steve, it's, it's just more to it than that. No, it's not. No, it's not. The beginning of changing your life, it starts with changing your attitude. It starts with changing your outlook. It starts with changing your mental disposition. That's the start of it, man. The beauty of it is 
You don't need anybody's permission to do that. You don't have to get a loan to do it. You don't have to be accepted by the college to do it. You don't have to get a promotion to do it. You don't need your friends to sign off on it. There is no one that can take a vote on it. You have the power, starting right now, to change your mental disposition. That is the beginning of greatness for you. That's the beginning of making your dreams come true. That's the beginning of starting to get the life that you so desperately want. That's how it works, man. It doesn't work any other way. So 2019 is a great year. I'm not talking about because of the numbers. I'm just talking about because if you expect it to be, then so shall it be. If you expect 2019 to be better than 18, there's nothing that says it can't. Now, it's not saying that something wrong won't happen along the way, because I promise you it can. I've already had some bad news this year. But that is not stopping 2019 from being the best year of my life, just because I've gotten some bad news already. Because you've gotten some bad news, can I share something with you? It's going to be some bad news in 2020. It's going to be some bad news in 2021. And it's going to be more than one piece of bad news, too. But as I think of 2019, I look at this as a year of transformation. I look, if you are a believer, do you know that in 2019 that God could actually restore what was stolen from you? Do you understand that in 2019, you could be expanding your circle. That in 2019, God could be giving you new opportunities. Do you know that in 2019, man, God could actually be putting favor on some of your options that you're looking at? Do you know that in 2019, man, that God can be subtracting your problems and multiplying your resources? Do you understand that? That can actually happen if you go to God and ask him for it. That's what I've asked for in 2019. Let me talk to you for a second about these dark moments that you have from time to time, as all of us do. We all have dark moments. We all go through periods of darkness where you don't know how the outcome is going to be. It's okay. Because let me tell you something about darkness. Stars can't shine without darkness. Ain't no star. You don't see the stars in the daytime. You see the stars when it get dark. You got to have darkness in order to be a star. Stars can't shine without darkness, y'all. See, all this darkness that you complaining about, quit complaining about it. It's necessary. Quit complaining about it when people start throwing dirt on you. Stop complaining about that, man. It's happening to everybody everywhere all around the world. It ain't just happening to you. It get dark for everybody. But say it to yourself when it get dark. Stars can't shine without darkness. Some of the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen has been at night gazing up at the stars. 
but it was dark outside. It was some danger lurking outside. But if you get your head up, if you get your eyes up towards heaven, if you can keep an upward gaze in all this darkness, some stars up there, man. The real beauty of it is <laughs> you one of them, man. Stars ain't just made in Hollywood. Stars is made all throughout life in this world. Some of the biggest stars in the world ain't got nothing to do with Hollywood, ain't got nothing to do with TV, movies, none of that. You can be one of the brightest stars in the middle of some darkest nights. You probably are one of them. Just got to realize it, man. Because stars shine only when it's dark. That's why I deal with the darkness. That's it. Y'all have a great day. You feel me? Yeah. Wow, oh, Steve. Man. Did you drop it? Yeah, I just it. did. Wow. Dropped it through it down. Yeah. Kept it pimping. Yeah, that was deep. That really mm-hmm. was deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, this is my year. I, I, I claim this is my year. Why would it not be? That's right. That's right. With the God we serve? Come on Come now. On. Y'all have a great weekend here. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 